Thanks for being on, Bobby. We're recording. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Here we go. All right. Well, all the messed up stuff in the world, like the the things that are going on, like uh, the wildness in the news, Afghanistan, COVID, all this stuff, there's a bright and shining part, and it's Franklin Fit. <laughs> no, that's nice to hear. No, I appreciate that. I, we, you know, what... We've had a lot of good feedback, so... That's well, it's stuff. fun to have you on and get to be able to talk about this as far as uh, as far as that goes. Explain a little bit about who you are and what you do there with that Franklin Fit stuff. Yeah, so uh, my name is uh, Bobby T. Brown. I'm uh, a full-time police officer at Franklin Township Police Department. Um, I've been there for 14 years. Uh, right, currently serve as a detective in the investigative bureau. Um, and... It was last year. Uh, it was actually almost eh, t- a little over a year ago when, you know, like I said, like, you know, 2020, the world was on its like upside down, actually 19 through 20, everything, you know, between COVID and kids being home from school. And then um, a lot of uh, mixed feelings between the community and policing. And there was just so much going on. And it really started to get me to think, like, what could we do? What could I do to try to help, uh, especially the kids in our town out and help them realize that, you know, like the police are here to help you. And and we have a lot more to offer than just responding to your house when something's going bad. So I started talking to some friends and, I've been heavily involved with CrossFit for a long time. And it's like, hey, man, what do you think about, like, kicking off, like, a like a free CrossFit gym run by the police? Like, I think we can do that. I think we can get that off, you know. Um, and it's something that, you know, there's been other programs modeled like, like that elsewhere, um, but not quite the same. So, and anytime you do something new, inside of a police department can be a little difficult to try to get everyone to kind of sign on. But uh, slowly but surely chipped away. And then uh, here we are, we're running, we're a full, full blown affiliate um, running CrossFit for kids for free, uh, you know, from the, uh, the surrounding areas and predominantly from Franklin Township meeting every Wednesday night doing CrossFit and having a great time doing it. Do you run this thing like for uh, on your off time or is this while you're on, on the clock? So um, my schedule varies. So I work one week of days and one week of afternoons. So we set this up so that um, we, we meet at 530 on Wednesday nights and one week, you know, some weeks I'm off and I come in after my shift to do it. And then some weeks I, I block out some time. Um, if the manpower is strong enough to do it while I'm on on my shift, um, while my partners are kind of holding it down, and you know it's an hour and a hour and a half class, you know break you know set up to break down. So um, you know we started off with the goal like hey let's do it once a week, and now our numbers are kind of bumping up more and more, and it looks like hopefully within the next week or so we're going to be going to two times a week. And, uh, you know, just keep building from there. This is so cool that you started this thing for free and you're a full-blown affiliate. Like out of the 
the police station and I'm I mean maybe you can't talk about it but I'm curious the conversation of how you proposed that and then the initial reaction with your like the police department when you proposed the idea yeah so like I said you know kind of started brewing in my head um it was like you know around March January February um, of last year don't quote me on that date but I started kicking it around and, and our, my captain, uh, Captain Hebon, he had been working on getting a building in town to create um, a community relations center, right? So he was working on one end of this, this kind of whole setup. And I came in with this piece, the CrossFit piece. So he had like kind of the building in mind. I had something to do there. It just kind of works out well. Um, obviously, with COVID going on, we, we knew we couldn't be indoors. Um, that wasn't going to fly um, just to try to keep everyone safe and, um, you know, good with the regulations and all that. But it had a big parking lot, and there's an overhang in the back. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, we could do it out of the gazebo. We can do it in the parking lot. We just need a place to meet. Um, and we, I knew it, it would be a reason to get people to come back to the building repeatedly so pitched it to him we sat down at the table I'm like you know he's familiar with CrossFit but not in the way that a CrossFitter is you know he's heard of it he knows it's hard and uh you know all the all the stuff that people generally know about CrossFit or that we're a little bit kooky and uh, I was like all right I like this I like this so he's like kind of formulate this on paper for me like get it down on paper show me numbers show me what you need uh, what what would you need to get started? What's your dream list? What's your gear list? Um, so framed it out on paper form, and then it kind of went up to the chain. We we knew we now have a new director, uh, Director Sproul, who was also on board with trying to get more community based programs running for our town. So this this program was one of our first new programs um, that we've launched since she's came on board you know, captain to director, director's like, all right, I like the way it sounds. We started with a baseline. Um, so he said, make, make a wish list, make a wish list of like what you want. I made a big one. <laughs> they told me you're crazy. I made a smaller one. They said, all right, we can, we can work with that. And it, that really consisted of um, some, some barbells, a handful of bumpers, um, a couple of plyo boxes. And I think, uh, some uh, set of dumb, one set of dumbbells, like five through fifty, and which is a pretty good start, right? And um, we didn't know how many people we were gonna get, but I knew like if we got it going, it would it would it would catch wind, catch fire, and uh, so that was kind of like the very very beginning. And you know, I had been in contact with dot com with headquarters CrossFit about this whole program long before we even got to like the equipment list. I was like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. Um, here's what I'm trying to do. What do you guys think? Do I qualify as a police affiliate? And because, excuse me. And because we were operating out of a police facility, they're like, yeah, you know, this sounds great. We're on board and boom, FTPD CrossFit was born. So for me, that was pretty cool too. You know, I've coached at gyms. I I still coach at an affiliate, but to be able to have our name on 
you know, that certificate, uh, you know, was, was pretty, was pretty awesome. I was like, Hey man, we're, we're, we're legit. So, and I, and I wanted CrossFit, obviously everything CrossFit was going through at that time as well. I wanted to put on for CrossFit and be like, Hey, you know what? There's a lot of good coming out of CrossFit that's been going on for a long time that at that time, at that 2020, in that moment, when, when this is all happening, you know, it was also a bad time for CrossFit. Right. Um, so bringing it all together was, was really important to me to show people, Hey, there's a lot of good that is coming out of, you know, the police department, police departments all over the country and CrossFit gyms all over the country. So that was, that was a big, uh, big, big win when we got the affiliate and then we started working towards our opening night. Well, I, I mean, there's nothing better to, I'm surprised that your cat, like they didn't even realize the impact that if CrossFit has as a community. So like, I'm not the guy that drinks the Kool-Aid and talks about it all the time. Right. But I love it. I've been doing it for a long time. And the thing I noticed is that it, it gave me a place for community when I didn't have anything else to do. You know, it wasn't, there wasn't a hobby. Yeah. I met my friends there. Like, and then you, you create these bonds with people and you're providing that for the kids for free, the impact that will have not only them seeing police officers, like getting to interact with police officers and seeing what they do and provide for them, but also the community you create between those kids as well. Like that's a huge impact to get started off in life. Yeah. I mean, that was, uh, that was one of the reasons why I wanted it. You know, I knew what CrossFit had done for me and, and being involved with it for so long. Um, I didn't want it just to be like a workout or a boot camp. I wanted, I wanted to try to create the same affiliate energy um, that we enjoy from our own gym experiences, you know, for the kids and um, pretty much bring the box to them, right? Bring, bring that whole, the whole package from the equipment to seeing your friends every week to, you know, wearing the shirt, we're having, having, having your affiliate shirt, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, it, I was like kind of just saying to my, you know, the people, the powers that be, you know, my supervisors, like, just, just trust me. Like, this is going to, this is going to work. This is going to be great. Like, you know, just watch this, you know, it's going to come and, and, it, and certainly did. And, and the first week we had, I want to say it was like 14 kids, Uh, we had we had the shirts we had had shirts made up um my my one of the owners from crossfit stealth where i coach he designed the shirt Uh, my boy john did a fabulous job with those so it had those printed up special so we had coach shirts for my coaches and uh all the athletes had something they walked away with something right that they were now a part of that first week and quickly, I was like, hey, we're going to need more shirts. So every week, we are, we've gotten a little bit bigger. We've added more people to the roster. Um, and, you know, with kids' schedules, they kind of come and go with, with whatever other sport they're playing. But our retention has been really good. You know, we've, we've had some people that have come and said, nah, this isn't for me. And that's okay. But um, for the most part, you know, we've held almost – all of our original members and just keep adding every week. So it's, it's, it's really awesome. Well, now, so 
I guess what I was, how did the kids get there? The, how did you get the message out to the parents? Like how did the advertising, the marketing go to get 14? I mean, 14 kids for anybody. My wife runs a CrossFit kids program yeah. uh, at the gym. Like she runs it from top to bottom, the whole thing. And uh, to get 14 kids off the bat for a CrossFit kids type program or for the youth, you can say youth because you have older kids there I've seen in your videos, but mm-hmm. just to get them interested to go to something like that is wild that you got 14 yeah. right off the bat. Especially because it's not like, you know, I think maybe a lot of these kids have heard about it, but um, they you know, are, are, are new. They've heard of CrossFit, but it's not like, hey, we're going to be playing baseball, basketball, soccer. It's like there's a lot of mystery when it comes to like, well, okay, what you're going to do CrossFit. What exactly is that? But um, as far as like promotion goes, I was, I was going pretty hard on my Instagram. Um, we we did like a photo shoot with the coaches out in front of the building when our equipment came in. I was like, perfect. The shirts we had the shirts. I don't think no, we did not have the shirts at that time. But I got the coaches all and kind of like color coded so we looked uniform and stuff. We get we brought out the equipment. We did a little photo shoot with the you know with the troll car kind of in the background, just off to the background, and we did a workout. Um, we shot it and we put that out on our social, you know, kind of like coming in three weeks, FTPD CrossFit, you know, Franklin fit kind of like a promotional video, nothing too professional. Uh, and that got, that got a lot of views and people started talking about it. I was beating it over the head, you know, uh, on my social media. I'm from Franklin. I grew up here. I went to high school here. So I do have a lot of connections with the town and know a lot of people that are still here and raising their kids here. So word of mouth was big. Um, We were getting a lot of reposts just from, you know, stuff I was putting out there to telling anyone who would listen that, Hey, we're going to be kicking this off. And I wanted to try to, you know, have a good showing on the first week. I knew we didn't have need a ton, but I just wanted, you know, a handful to get the ball rolling and, and it kind of just grow organically. Um, I think anything else, you know, we had it on a department Facebook page, our, our website. So, and, and like you said, it's, it, you can't really write it all out. You know, you just kind of got to get them there. And then, and then from there, that first week I had one of my coaches, my buddy, Malcolm, I'm like, dude, uh, and my friend Juan as well. He, I'm like, dude, you got to take a lot of video, a lot of pictures, we get, cause we need to put pump this out there. So people see what we're up to. Like they're not going to get it unless they see, you know, Oh, they're, they're lifting weights and, and they're doing this and they're running and they're, they're sweating. And that looks pretty interesting. And so every week I was, I was making sure that, you know, obviously for the constantly varied piece is important in fitness, but the constantly varied, you know, to, to keep showing like, Hey, they're doing something different every week. This is completely different than what they did last week. Like try to make it a little intriguing, try to keep the kids, you know, keep it real fresh for the kids, never repeat a movement, you know, two, three weeks in a row, just kind of grabbing different pieces. All that stuff kind of, it's really just self-promoted itself. Um, Just trying to, you know, every week just put a lot out there here. Here's what we're doing. You know, if you want to be, you know, involved, Come on down. This is the times. Here's the location. So that's that's how we did most of our recruiting. And then the kids were doing it too. Like first couple of weeks, you know, 
people started bringing their friends. Hey, this is my buddy, so-and-so. Uh, I told my buddy from the football team, he's coming. So we got a lot of, you know, promotion that way from the athletes within the program, which is, that's like the, the best kind of promotion is when the people that are doing it are dragging people in the gym. So, yeah. Yeah. So it must've been enjoyable and memorable for those kids whenever they got in there. Cause I know when you see the excitement on a kid's face, like somebody younger, you see the excitement on their face when they do something and that in that atmosphere. So that atmosphere is super important. Like when it's created and you like, you feel fired up like when you hit something good and the coach says, that's it right there. Just do it like that. Or, you know, even if yeah. it's a minor improvement. So they must have felt that impact where they're telling all of their friends to like, come on down. Yeah. That, I mean, that was cool. When I went, you know, when you realize that, cause in the moment they're working out, they have that, like that workout face on it. Kind of, they're all looking like they're a little bit tired and not really enjoying themselves. But then for them to come back the next week with a friend, you know, two friends, um, wearing the shirt. Like to me, that's the biggest thing when, you know, I'm sure part of it is like, Hey, you know, mom, dad's like, get your Spreggle fit shirt. But you know, we're having kids now showing up, you know, 45 minutes early to class wearing the shirt and, and riding there on their bike to me. And like, you know, that's, that says everything right there. You know, it's like, they're there and they want to help set up. They want to know what the workout is before anyone else is there. You know, they, they want to bring out the equipment and start warming up, trying stuff. They pretty much got extra time. That's how they look at it. So, uh, you know, this, it, all, all this stuff, you know, I'm sure I'm probably trying to answer questions that haven't even been asked, but. <laughs> oh, no, it, it's just. Know, once it, <laughs> no, you're good. Just talk away, man. Like, it's just a conversation. Yeah. My mind's running, like, with so many things. Like yeah. the, like, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm wondering, did you worry, like, after that first day, did you worry how many kids were going to come back when you see their faces and, and they leave and you're, you have the uncertainty of like, is everybody going to come back? And, it, are, you know, are all my people that are approving this in the department, are they going to be happy if nobody shows up the second day or the second, you know, all yeah. those things that might be running through your head? Yeah. I mean, the first week, <laughs> you know, that first week is like a 14 person beginners class. So, you know, for all the coaches who might be listening, like, <laughs> you know, normally your beginners class might be one to two athletes, you know, maybe three um, that you know, had never touched a barbell or never, you know, have, have had this, this high intensity kind of experience. So, um, yeah, I kind of had a plan and in the war, as we're doing the warm up, I'm like, scratch that that plan is going to be too challenging. Let's let's, I wanted to make sure the first workout was so winnable, but in their heads, it was like, that would have been easy, you know, but I knew it still wasn't going to be easy once, once we applied it. So I turned it basically into like a front, it was like a air squat, push up, uh, air squat, push up and like a, a, a short, short run. Right. Just so like a, just a very a basic gauge of like, all right, let's see how long these kids can move consistently. And it was like, I started at 12 minutes and I, we don't have a clock, right? We, we don't have a big clock yet. We still run everything off the small clock. I don't like them to look for the clock. So I kind of manage it. 
And it started as a 12 minute piece and it quickly was changed to a 10 minute piece, but they didn't know that, you know, we kept it like, all right, guys. Oh, all right. We're going to shave off two more minutes off of this. Cause I, I felt like I'm losing them. Right. I'm like, so I shaved it down to 10. They survived. Everyone had a good time. And then quickly they're like, Oh, that wasn't that bad. I'm like, a little did you know, it took two minutes off. I kept that to myself. I'm like, all right. So they leave the first workout and I'm like, I think it wasn't good. We'll just see how many come back for week two. And we had more week two. And I'm like, oh. you know, it was a long, a long week of going like this better work, you know? And I knew it would. And it's just, you know, the natural reaction, you know, like you, you, you do it, you put that much energy into something. You're like, Oh, you have that self doubt. You're like, Oh no, hope these kids liked it. And we, we, it's not like we have like Wattify right now or a way to kind of um, verify how many people are coming to the next class. So you don't, we didn't know till week two, you know, 520, where's everybody at? And then all the cars start showing up, the bikes start showing up and again, a full class. So um, we've even had a change. We've even had a change a day. Um, excuse me, uh, from time to time because of the weather. Like we've had a couple bad thunderstorms and some like brutally, brutally hot days where we, it was just not going to be safe out on the pavement for the kids to exercise. So we've changed it to like a Thursday instead of a Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, this is the week we're going to get a goose egg. You know, we changed the date. Ugh. None of the kids are going to show up on Thursday. You know, 18 person class, 20, 20. We've hit we, the biggest class we've had so far is 24. Jeez <laughs> 24. Louise. 24 made me go okay we need to we need to split this we need we need to you know have two classes but that you know but i don't want to do that too soon because that's they loved having 24 for me as a coach i'm like okay 24 is a lot you know 24 i don't want to get i don't want it to be too watered down i want it to be impactful i I still want it to be fun but the kids really enjoyed that the big class so whenever we have a big class we try to do more like big team relays so right now I'm still in the, like, I'm trying to get as many fish in the net as I can, you know, and then we can start to divide it up and, and really, um, you know, kind of hone in on what we're doing with each group, you know, kind of like doing divide it up into age groups, maybe a little bit more, but right now I just want as many kids there and, and to see how many I can get to stick, you know, but before you know, we're going to be at a year, which is kind of trippy. You know, it's already almost the, it's the end of August, and to think we've been doing this now since March, it's kind of flown by. Yeah, yeah, it, like, yeah. Everything in the last two years, it seems like it was supposed to have slowed down, but everything seemed to speed up. Like everything seemed to go so fast. I'm actually like, okay, I'm super impressed. And people don't know, I'm uh, uh, my wife is a coach. She does both things, like the kids stuff. I left. In my mind, I smiled and laughed because she's done the same thing with kids where you have an idea of workouts and then you have to change it on the fly because it didn't work out and you can't, you you don't say anything, you just change it on the fly and keep going. They don't know any different. They're like, everybody's happy at the end. You're like, whew, man, we made it through that one, you know, and I help her out. So I kind of get the feeling of it. Um, But I'm really impressed with. I don't think enough people know, and maybe you can explain a little being a coach yourself, having 24 or 14, that high, even 14, 10 new people, trying to teach 10 new people something, 
and how chaotic that can be for a coach. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it can be tough with adults. And I try to use that as a, a frame of reference for the, for the kids sometimes. I'll point an example. Last, last week we had 18, uh, and we've been working up now. So, you know, a lot of them, I would say maybe we have 10 that have been coming since March that were there that day, and then eight newer, newish people. So I'll, I'll use the... I try to use like kind of like a leadership method where I'll grab like my oldest guy, my oldest girl, you know, the ones that are the most senior that that have been coming the most. I'm like, Hey, like, I need you guys to be locked in today because people are looking at you to try to figure out how to do this. Like, you know, you know it better than Jimmy, right. Or this new kid over here. I need you to be the example. I'll be in front teaching it. I want you to be first row killing it. So they're looking at not only me, but they're looking at you. And I think that goes a long way because that says like, I'm kind of like making you like a, a squad leader, right? Like I'm a military guy. So that to me that like that, uh, you know, I'm giving them a responsibility, you know, that's your, this is your job. And I need you to look sharp doing this. I need you to be squared away to this. And you too, I need you guys not to talk the whole time. <laughs> you know, I need, you know, like you guys, I know you guys are best friends, but please like, let's be focused. Right. And they're like, okay, coach. All right. I got you. I got you. And um, so that's one of the big things I try to do for the group. And, and then another one, one for the kids is like, when they're killing it, I try to let them know, that, like give them that feedback. Like, dude, you guys are crushing this. Like just kept, try to keep putting it out there. Like, and it's not like, um, when it's genuine because they, the last, last week with the snap, we did a hang power snatch and they were crushing the, the progression. And we could hear the footwork and they're turning over the bar fast. And, and I, so I'm very impressed and I was very, and it was very exciting for me because I, I love uh, Olympic weightlifting. So it's like, when they were snappy and crushing it, and it was, you could have heard a pin drop between sets as they're, as they're switching out partners on the bar. You know, they're, they're taking ownership of learning the skill. And so I'm not just like telling them that they did a good job so I can get that, like, oh, I did a good job. Like, I'm actually like, hey, did, you guys are really doing a good job. I cannot, uh, sometimes it might be this hard to get adults to do it this good. So to, for them, it's like, oh, wow, I'm doing it better than an adult. And it's not a, it's not a fib. It's not a lie. It's truth. They're like, I think they have a lot less hangups than adults. Their, their egos are a lot smaller. So I'm like, guys, you got to be willing to mess up. And, and don't worry if you mess up, you drop the bar, whatever. We're here to learn. We're here to, we're here to do something you've never done before. I expect you to mess up. I hope that you mess up. But let's, you know. Don't be scared to mess up. That's how you're gonna you're gonna slow your progress, right? Let's mess up. We'll shake it off. I'll tell you what you did wrong. We'll fix it. So their willingness to go for it and not they don't have they don't have any habits, let alone bad habits. So they're they're a lot. Some of these kids are 12 years old, you know, 12 to 17, 11, 10. Um, that, you know, having a barbell in your hand for the first time 
is a big is a big thing. Like I, I didn't I didn't have any exposure to any of this stuff until I was almost twenty five. You know, where where Olympic lifting and, and learning how to snatch in my buddy's garage. So the the stuff that they're doing is is very impressive. So it's one of the things I thought I needed to do was keep it simple to keep their attention. And to me, I felt that that was a mistake. After doing it for a couple of weeks, if it was too simple, they would drift. If it was too, if like it was, if it was push-ups and air squats, they would kind of like they would drift in between instruction. Where it's where it's complex and kind of exciting, they're like, okay, they're engaged because this is a challenge. This is not going to be easy. So I was a little, I was a little tentative to do the hang, you know, the you know power snatches, hang power snatch, squat, you know, overhead squat. When you when you put a little something, you know, a little bit more advanced, I seem to be able to keep their attention longer. So, and and, and they're not babies, you know. So it's not like the super super young kids. These they're all teenagers or preteen. So they're ready to roll, and, and they're they're you could tell that they're open for the challenge. So for me, it was like okay, best way to keep them engaged is to is to keep it keep it exciting. I got to keep it exciting. So that, that when it came time for new equipment, um, especially just the, the last stuff we've just picked up, I'm like, I just got to keep, I got to keep the equipment engaging as well. So, um, and that, and, and not only that, it's not just me out there. I do have, um, a handful of other officers and detectives and, and, and supervisors that have been helping me out with this. Um, we have a kind of a core group, that have been coming in and, you know, kind of being the, the sheep herders going around and saying, Hey, you know, you know, making the micro adjustments while I'm doing like kind of the, the, uh, the whole class as a whole from the front, they're going around fixing the little things. So putting out, putting out little fires, which is huge. So, excuse me. So together we've kind of, we have this nice team and, it, and it's been going really, really good as far as, you know, so keeping their attention, it's been, it's been, we've, it's been a learning process. I'll say that much, but it's going, it's going really well. I love hearing you say like how much thought you put into it and how simple programming can be, but also how you put thought about getting into the minds of your clientele. So like you basically yeah. are getting into the minds of the, of your audience and saying, what is it that they're going to like and what is it going to keep them engaged? Because that's one of the most important things I tell everybody whenever they start into fitness. It doesn't matter if it's CrossFit, Jiu-Jitsu, um, cycling, whatever, you name it, whatever it is. If you don't enjoy it, you won't stick with it. And that's just, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, I think it's the same thing. Like, you know, it's for even, pro, you know, I do some programming for our gym, for the adult gym. And there've been plenty of workouts that I've written up that I know people probably didn't like that because they just were too, they're, they're terrible workouts. Like as far as like what they're going to do to you and how it's going to feel and, and it's going to be a great workout, but you have no desire to do it because it's so simple and so nasty. You know, you're like, Oh, I do not want to do this. The hundred, you know, that 50 burpee buy-in into this, you know, so sometimes you got to throw people a bone and kind of, you know, slide, slide a couple fun movements in there that, that is going to change it up. Like, okay. All right. I'm not saying that you're tricking anybody, but you know, 
big kids like to use the bikes and the and the and do the muscle ups and 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 the the programming has to be fun even for adults you know kids adults the same way you're gonna look at certain workouts and go oh i really i want to try that i, I want to see what i how that how i can make that work for me you know so some of the stuff that you know the same stuff that we do with the adults is is carried right over to the kids um some some not but you know it's definitely been a learning process and, it, and it's been a lot of fun to just you know because a lot a lot of times i'll have an idea of what the workout is going into wednesday night but i had like i said i had no clue on a couple things how many people are coming what ability level of the kids that are coming where they're at um what the sky is gonna do if it's gonna open <laughs> up start raining on me and um you know and as people start to show up it's like all right it's just constantly evolving till they're all standing in front of the whiteboard and then i'm like all right here's what we got i got it you know so it, it's uh it's been it's been a lot of fun do you see do you get a lot keeping of, me sharp yeah <laughs> i can only i can only imagine that is a super fluid changing situation where like you yeah. don't have those set the set classes like you know at your other gym you probably have this the majority yeah, that's, of the same people uh, afternoon that workout's mornings. happening right right that workout's yeah. happening but you don't know in this one like that's a total wire card is what you've got to be prepared for as a coach. This really speaks a lot to how you're running the program. And then another thing I like is how on your Instagram, you treat those kids like they're in the adult class, which I think a lot of people might get confused. I see a lot of people doing that. Like if you coach baseball or you coach anything else, mm-hmm. they want to be treated like the big class. Like they, they want to be treated like you're on their level and you talk to them on your video, you're like busting their chops. You know, I love like watching them when they're lifting because you can see the joy and banter on their face. Like when you banter with them, you can see like that they're engaged and this is going great. Yeah. I mean, I had, you know, as far as my coaching style and my personality is kind of, I don't know. It's as I guess it, you, you gather that stuff from the people that have either coached you or mentored you or kind of raised you up. So like coming from the military side, I had that little bit of like tough love, you know, my coaches in high school, my swim coach, coach bird was a very authoritative, authoritative, uh, loud voice that you could hear underwater. You know, <laughs> you could hear him yelling as you're swimming, you know, but it was a nice guy right but was the same guy that could give you like dating advice on the on the bus back from the swim meet you know like he was a great example of what it was to be a great leader a good coach who could be stern get the most out of you uh physically and get you to push to a place that you didn't think you were capable of but was still that guy that you know so many years later was at my wedding my wife and i's wedding um, we're still, we still have a relationship to this day. Um, so coming in, when I started coaching CrossFit, you know, here at my house at first, and then with, you know, coaching at other gyms, I, I was always big on like being friends and being, you know, developing relationships. But at the same time, when it's time to work out, I kind of don't play around. 
I like, I like to push. I like to, I like to be aggressive. You know, I like to like, it's almost like you're flipping a switch when it's time to train. And I think that's important to tell kids. It's like, Hey, it's, there's a time to laugh and joke and play and kid and this and that. And, but when we're training, let's, 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 let's go be someone else. Let's be someone different. Let's be, or, or let's just be us training, but it should be a, a departure a little bit from who you are when you're eating cereal or watching TV or, you know, you're, you're, you're hanging out with your friends. This is you training. Like, let's, let's be, let's be different people right now. Um, and I try to give them that little pep talk before every class. Cause I'm like, all right, we're going right, to like, we're flipping it now. Let's go. We're not no more smoking and joking that kind of like hanging out at the whiteboard stuff. We're, we're going to kick it into gear and, and, I, and I want your focus and I want your attention. And then when you do great and, and when it's over, we'll flip it right back to kicking it, having fun. We're still having fun while we're working, but I want them to experience the joy of that hard work and they're being that into something for whatever, 10, 15 minutes. I want you to see how fun that being really good at something can be, right? And it doesn't, doesn't just because you're not laughing and you're not giggling, in that moment doesn't mean you're not having the time of your life right there's i'm like there's nothing better than than crushing a workout or doing really good or, or hitting a pr or you know lifting something you did not think you were capable of and going i just did that you, you know that that's a lot of fun you know working hard can be a lot of fun so if i and i, I said the sooner i can get you guys to accept that concept that the the better you're going to be at everything, not just CrossFit, you know, that's how you're going to, you know, kicking butt in school is a lot of fun too. getting, all, you know, getting good grades can be a lot of fun, you know, all that stuff, you know, turning that, turning that switch and, and just being, being all into what you're doing can be applied to so many other things other than thrusters and burpees. Right. So the same way we in the CrossFit gym take that, hard work, you know, that code of ethics inside of the gym and then apply it to your regular life, your relationships, you know, your family life, your, your yard work, whatever your household chores, being all in, you know, being really committed to what you're doing, that, that, that kind of carries over outside of the gym into all, you know, aspects of life. So the kids are starting to get that and I could tell they're starting to get that because I could just see the look on their face, you know? So it, that's uh, been a big, big thing with me. And, and the, the coaching relationship is so special because, you know, now I can see myself and I think back to my coaches and to the people who mentored me and the guys who taught me how to CrossFit. Um, to be the one that's doing it on this side is, especially for the young kids, kind of, you kind of can forget about it being so special when you're coaching adults, right? Um, when you're doing it with the kids and, you, and, and the parents are, are sending you a nice text or, or writing you a nice letter or something like, you know, when you're hearing some response from a parent that their kid told them that how much they're enjoying this, and how much they're seeing a change or their, their football coach is noticing a change. That's the stuff that really is so rewarding um, about this whole thing. 
And um, yeah, it's, it's powerful stuff. It it really is. And I, I actually just had that conversation. I was on the phone with my mom today and I was telling her, it's like, man, I get so much more excited when my kids have success or something they like to do. Like my son just got on the tennis team and I'm, I'm fired up about it. Right. And I'm like, why mm. am I so much happier for my son's success than I am, than I am for anything that I've done or do like everything that's, that's yeah. normal, but I'm finding it where, like you said, the parents writing you a note, there's something about training, like getting that note from younger people where it's like, a like there's, they're starting something. You're like, you're going to be better than the rest of us because you're starting at this level. And I started, you started at 20 something. I started at 30 in my mid thirties. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're going to be so much better than, than us. And that is a, it's beautiful. It's an awesome thing to watch that, like grow and blossom. Uh, I, I, I got all of that. Like I feel all of that stuff that you said. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's happening. It's happening short term, you know, like we've had kids that are, were like, scared you know very not scared but like very shy painfully shy the first couple of weeks that you know could barely answer we we do a question of the day which is something that we took from from uh our affiliate from crossfit stealth that we do at our gym which i love is that you know we we have a question of the day it could be something like what's your favorite ice cream you know something simple just to get you to talk but you lead off with your name like what's your name and what's your favorite flavor of ice cream and it, it, you know, we've had weeks where it was like, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm like, Hey, that's not acceptable. Like we, we are going to, you know, we, we need to hear your name. So you got to speak loudly and uh, you know, we want to hear your answer. So, you know, have some volume. And now we can get, hi, my name is Sarah. And my, my favorite flavor is chocolate. You know, we can get a nice loud verbal response. So, I could tell she's more comfortable now, you know, um, that's, that's a change, right? Boom. That has nothing to do with working out. It's just personality. Now, now, now we're, we're a tribe. We're not strangers anymore. So that's, that's a change. Then that, that same person went from terrified to really just go for it, right. To try the movements to, to kind of be all in. Right. Um, and that, so we were doing weightlifting the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, hey, you can't kind of snatch. You can't kind of clean and jerk. You either do it or you don't because it's fat, it's explosive, it's poppy. It's, it, you, you, don't, you don't just kind of float into one. You got to turn in. You got to go, right? And, um, and now, like literally last week, we did, like I said, did the hang power snatch. And she had by far one of the best – you know, performances of the day and her technique was outstanding just because she's now able to let, she's let, able to let go and just do it. Right. Not, not be so guarded, um, which is freeing. I'm sure it's got to feel a lot better than it did week one where it's like, Oof, like she's scared of what people are going to say or do or watch, you know, what they're, who, I'm like, no one cares. Do you right? Like do your thing. No one's going to, no one's going to laugh at you because they're all, worried about the same stuff they all don't want to miss this lift either so just do it just go for it so seeing those changes in the short span of time is has been made it's made me go like if i can if we the team 
can get her to change this much in six months, if she stays with us by the time she leaves high school, who knows, what, you know, what kind of changes, you know, or where, what kind of athlete we might have or, you know, be dealing with by the time she's a senior in this program, you know? So that's, that's, you know, one of my main goals of this program <clears throat> was that a lot of our police programs over the years have never been long-term engagement, right? So it's been like, um, this weekend we're going to do this or this Friday, we're going to do this program, but it's just a one and done, which is that's, it's not a bad thing. It just could be, could have been better. Right. So with CrossFit, we have the ability to have this constantly rolling thing, no planned end date, um, to stay in, engaged with our tribe long-term. You know, where it's, you know, so we still have parents going, all right, so when is this over? I'm like, it's not. And they're like, what do you mean it's not? I'm like, it's, we're going to keep going. We're going to, we're going to roll. We're going to go for as long as they let me do this. As long as we, uh, we're, we have the time to get it done, we're going to do this. We're going to, and we're probably going to do it more often. <clears throat> and a lot of them are very surprised. They're like, oh, like, really? I'm like, yeah. So allowing us to stay, in their lives for longer, the longer we can coach CrossFit, the longer we can like sneak in these little life lessons as well, you know, which is something I like to try to do too with class and just try to have that like, Hey, this isn't just a one, one and done. This isn't a three week program. This isn't a, a summer program. This is a lifestyle life changing program that hopefully when, when you're done with us and you age out that you're going out there to, to, you know, join an affiliate or you're going to, you know, coach at a gym or, or, you know, you know, go to the games, who knows, you know, so the, the have having that long-term goal and like, Hey guys, we're just getting started. Like I have plans for you guys three years from now. How does, like, how does that sound? Like imagine when you're doing this for three years and they're like, dude, I'm going to be strong. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna be real strong, you know. No, so that, the vulnerable, the you made me think of something when you <clears> said this, and it like it just popped in, like, and it's so true. But what you said about the like police departments doing a function on a weekend, you know, like a community function, there's no <clears> vulnerability <throat> in that for the police department to get to know the kids or the the community. Like there is no mm-hmm. vulnerability. It's just superficial small talk. That's like the small talk version of like you know, passing by. But when you're spending every day on a consistent basis with somebody, they get to see who you really are. Like then, the, yeah, then I mean, you create that bond. Yeah. So like last week was my wife's birthday and it, on Wednesday night. <laughs> so August 18th was Franklin Fit. And, uh, you know, we, we celebrated several times for her birthday, but we did, you know, <laughs> and she was like, Oh, so what are we doing tomorrow? I'm like, I was like, hey, tomorrow's uh, Franklin Fit. She was like, oh, right. All right. Well, you know, I'll see you when you get home. So, and she kind of, she understands how important this project is to myself, the team, you know, to the town. um, And that, you know, she knows that I have other people that can be there, but I want, I want to be there. I want 
and, and our son goes as well. So that's another big thing for us is that my son's involved. Um, so it's, it's an important commitment. And like I said, yeah, yeah, we're going to miss things. We're going to, you know, it might not always line up perfectly with life schedule to be there, but it's a, like I said, it's a long-term commitment, you know, where we're, we're going to pull, we're going to drag the year out, you know, every Wednesday, hopefully, you know, in the coming weeks, every Monday and Wednesday, um, to the point where it's like, it just, it's regular. And, um, like I said, I don't think it, there's, there's definitely nothing bad with a one-off program from the police department. And I don't, I, I wouldn't want it to be looked upon that way, but there is a considerable level, a lot more involvement when it's a weekly occurring thing, you know? And I said, and it, it just makes it completely, it just makes it so much more authentic <clears throat> when, you know, you can get, and it's authentic from everybody, not just on our end, not from the police side. It's because anyone can show up to a, an event one day. You know, if I, hey, I'm giving out free hats. You know, <laughs> someone's going to come get those hats yep. and I'm going to be there to give them out. But I'm like, hey, I'm giving out free CrossFit every Wednesday. All right. Well, someone might come for the first time, but are they going to come every week? So it's an investment on both sides. It's the police side for, for us putting on the program. But the kids have to be invested too. The parents are obviously invested. They're they're bringing their children to. Some of them are driving. You know, some of the kids are old enough to ride their bikes or you know to walk to the program. But um, you know, as a parent myself, I know it can be a commitment. Uh, you know, when your kids are doing sports, it's just a it's a big commitment from the parents as well. But um, they're locked. Everyone's locked in. So. You know, we're obviously doing something right and, and the kids are digging it. The parents are digging it. So, you know, it's uh, it's been it's been great. You know, and it's, I think it's been eye opening for a lot of people at the department who didn't who didn't quite understand how powerful or how wide reaching the CrossFit community really was. You know, they've known me as the CrossFit guy for years, you know, as the guy who was heavily into this stuff. But I don't think they knew how much uh, how much attention we grabbed from people in town, people I know from years of just being involved with CrossFit, um, social media, like donations, all that stuff. I think that for them, it was like, oh, okay, this makes a little more sense now why he knew this was going to kind of pop, you know, so. Yeah, well, when you're in it, I mean – it, it seems from the outside, it seems like this crazy thing that everybody's doing. Like it seems like this wild, they see the games thing. They see, they hear people talk about it, the shoes, the clothing all the way around. They see it and they're just like, Oh my gosh, that's just too intense and too many things. And the guys don't have their shirts on. The girls don't have their shirts on. And they're running around like a bunch of animals. And they're, it's like, it's almost a violent scene. If you walk into a class, like this intensity, yeah. but when you actually go there and do it, you realize it's none of the things that you had in your head. It's, it's totally different than that. So the, like you knew it and explaining it to them and getting this whole thing to work out and then seeing the, the progress and the success of the program is really cool. Like, like what you built and what the police department's built there and with your help and everything. I love the whole situation. Like it's an amazing thing that, kids get to see 
police officers like yourself running such a, a free program, consistent. They know you're there every single week, and they get that sort of service from it. And you guys get to build a bond, and then you watching the kids and all that. And it just it's just this circle of just awesome. Like it, yeah. it's a success for everybody. Well, yeah, and then now, like you know, I have some kids that are seventeen. They're they're going into senior year. Um, we have one of our athletes at Franklin Fit is also a CrossFit stealth athlete. Um, our buddy Avery, uh, you know, he trains at stealth pretty much full time and then comes to Franklin Fit on Wednesday nights. Oh, excuse me. I shouldn't have drank that seltzer. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, so Avery's been coming, right? And so I've been telling the class, you know, kids in the class, I'm like, yeah, you know, Avery also trains at with stealth because you know he joined stealth because he wanted to get better for football season he wanted to gain some weight he wanted you know kind of tr- like tighten up get a little more power um he knew this was go- actually i think he's a junior this year so he knew this was a big year for him he wanted to really come on strong get grab a starting spot so and he's one of our bigger stronger athletes um so you know being able you know it's not like purpose I'm not like purposely cross promoting like CrossFit stealth, but I'm like, Hey, you know, when you guys, if you guys are enjoying this, when you get older, you know, I I would hope to see you guys join a CrossFit gym. So that, you know, a lot of these kids are are joining, are are starting to follow me on, on social media and stuff. And I'll post stuff I'm doing working out. And now the kids are seeing the inside of my gym with me doing the things that I'm having them do and go like, Oh, okay. Like this makes sense. Cause he's doing it too, but he's got all, he's got all these bumpers on the side of his, that looks crazy. And then, so the other night I had one of our kids is like, could you give me more information? Like what is, what, what is it like at CrossFit stealth and, and how often can you go? And, and, you know, so he's old enough now that he would be old enough to part, you know, participate at stealth. And, uh, I think that's no one's forcing it down anyone's throat, right? We're not saying like you have to, you know, when you do this, seventeen, you really should, you know, join an affiliate. Otherwise, you're you're not going to progress. But all we're doing is providing that example of like, hey, you know, this is what I, this is what I'm doing, and this is how I do it. And I'm not saying if you don't do it, it's bad. But the kids are 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 seeing our example and they're like, Hey, you know, like that looks awesome. I want, I would like to take it to the next level, you know? So, uh, you know, if the kids are following me and they're seeing me doing the, you know, clean and jerks at stealth and that's firing them up and that's great too. You know, it's all, you know, just the same way as I, I might be following, uh, you know, Jason Kalipa or, or Rich Froning, you know, we all, we all have the people we follow on Instagram and you see them training like, it just makes you want to get up and go to the gym, you know? So if I can be that to one of my kids, that's, that's, you know, if they think I'm, it could be a games <laughs> athlete, you know, that, and it, it inspires them to train more or do more. That's, that's dope. You know, that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about, man. That is what it's yeah. all about. That's a perfect way to end it, dude. So, yeah, man. Hey man, uh, let everybody know where the gym is. Like, where you can find it and how people outside can support. Cause I think you sell shirts and stuff on there too. Yeah. So, uh, 
yeah that well that was a that was the way we did we we got our our most of our equipment through the sale of these shirts um which is our franklin fit shirt um we did two runs of the shirts and we're waiting on the second run to come in um but we raised between the sale of the shirts and people just making direct donations for equipment we raised over right at the the twelve thousand dollars at you know which is blew my mind (laughs) i couldn't believe it when we hit that number and that was in in like two two one and a half week periods like two separate blocks we sold shirts and people were like well how much how much did you sell and i'm like we we sold we've raised six thousand dollars and it kind of made me go like holy and then after we stopped that run and we did the second one another six so we and like i said we have three uh echo bikes coming in this week uh for the kids which is sick to be able to provide that but anyway so right now we're just you know i i'm still developing some things i i i still need to set some things up to be able to accept donations um appropriately and and in the best way possible right now we've been you know telling people if you want to donate directly contact me equipment donations are always easiest as far as like avoiding red tape right so um i kind of have like a wish list and if people want to contact me we can have a conversation on what what we're looking for or what 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 things are still out there that we could use, you know, something as simple as jump ropes was donated to us. And that that was a big help. Um, so donation wise, that's really, so we're, we're in the phase of equipment building gathering. So, um, everything kind of, I've been running through my Instagram, um, which is BT Brown three eleven, And that is my tag. Uh, and our, uh, website is at the Franklin Township. I believe it's franklintownship.org or the Franklin Township website is a township website. And that's where our uh, link is for our page. It's kind of like a roundabout way to get there. We're still babies. So maybe hopefully soon we'll have a website and uh, our own, our own uh, Instagram page for the gym. Well, you can go there right now. Just- tag your you have the link in your instagram don't you yeah oh oh the tag for yes on if yeah. you go to my instagram yeah thank you you saved me there uh <laughs> if you go to my instagram the uh the township website is on my in my bio so if you go there and you click on franklin fit the sign up sheets there and you kind of get a, a overview of the program and and um I also have it on my Instagram page. I have it in the highlights. You can see the videos from the Franklin Fit program kind of in one highlight. And I pretty much post about it every week anyway. So it's like <laughs> my wife, my kids, Franklin Fit. <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's like my arsenal of photos. But uh, yeah, BT Brown 311. That's my tag. Best way. And then and they uh, can just DM you and they can figure out like yeah. how to help you. Because it really is, man, I'm like, I'm fired up. It like I wish this was everywhere. I wish people had the same sort of like drive and belief and and just even if it's not CrossFit, like the idea of what you're doing is perfect. Yeah. Like it's perfect. Yeah. So I mean, if there's any, like I said, if there's any police officers out there or 
guys from, you know, guys, girls doing programs or want to get in a program started like this. Um, I want to, want to chat, want to, you know, kick it. Well, we could talk how it went for me and, and how it's going for you. And, and if you're, you know, have any questions, I'd be more than happy to, to chat with anyone trying to get something rocking like this. Um, where are you? Where Aaron, where are you? Well, I live in college out. station, Texas. So okay, kind of like, All right. it, I, you know what Texas A&M is? Yeah. The Aggies? Yeah. That's where I live. Okay. Yep. All right. I always say I'm an well, Aggie here. by marriage. Where are you from originally? I grew up in the very tip of Texas on the border of Mexico and uh, right by South Padre oh. Island. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Been um, te- Texas my whole life, man. Yeah. I'm here right in, right in the center of Jersey. We're right by where uh, like Rutgers, New Brunswick area. So it's like smack we in the a- middle. We took a trip up there. Um, mm-hmm. We took a trip. Up. I didn't. I was actually really surprised at how much I enjoyed really the whole East Coast. Um, but we took a trip to New York and drove around in a minivan all the way down the coastline. Like we hit Philly, but we spent a couple of days in New York and mm-hmm. all, the whole thing. I really enjoyed the area. Like there's something mm-hmm. nice about like I loved it. The whole East Coast area, the everything, the vibe, the loyalty that the people have to their town and their city or whatever is just it's super cool so and we drove i want to say we drove through rutgers at some point and i remember seeing the basketball courts and i was like dude that's awesome right there like that yeah. hit so much history has been made right there in that area there like yeah. so much sports history yeah man first college football game is that rutgers really i believe that's it yeah i want to say that's one of the things that they're known for I'm not a huge Rutgers fan, but <laughs> I support him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, now I have to look that up. I'm pretty sure it was the first. It was the first college football game was at Rutgers. That's gonna be ninety nine. If that's the case, <laughs> I want to say I. I want to say that's right. I'm pretty sure I'll text you when we're done here. Cause that's the first thing I'm gonna Google after that came out of my mouth. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a cool area, but. Again, man, thanks for having me on. It was a, it's a pleasure to come out and talk to someone who's interested in what we're doing, and and, and it's helpful to us to spread the word. Um, you know, it's it's very flattering to me that you know people are interested in, in what we're doing with this program. Um, and I know I, I talk about like what I've done, and, and like I said, I just want to like to end it with like it, it's a it's a big team effort here, you know, with with what we're doing. Yeah, you know, yeah, it started up here in my my head, but you know, without the people at the department, you know, co-signing and and, and doing a lot of legwork for me and everyone who's helping me every week, it's it's a real big team effort, and I'm just glad it's all come together for the good of the kids and and uh, hopefully in uh, this time next year we can sit down have a one year check in and, and see where we're at. Yeah. Oh man, I'm down. That would be so awesome, man. And I'll definitely keep following it. I'm going to stay up to date all the time because I dig it, man. The whole thing. Thank you for being on. Cool, man. This has been awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. And thank you to Bobby for being on. Everybody go support Franklin Fit. And until the next episode, see ya.